What? Yeah. <laughs> I used to work in Groningen. No, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. The Sit Down Podcast is brought to you by Funky Moose Records. Funky Moose Records is an online record store. We sell new and used vinyl records, uh, storage solutions like inner and outer sleeves, and cleaning supplies from, uh, for example, Groove Washer. We also sell turntables from Audio Technica and speakers by Canto. And if you're in the market for a record, <laughs> how about this one? The Northern Royals EP. It is on gold splatter vinyl and it's available at funkymoosrecords.ca. This is uh, Tim. I'm Victoria. I'm Roddy. From Between the Rain, and this is episode 131 of the Sit Down Podcast. Hello <laughs> from Canada and welcome to our little show here. Um, it, it's a pleasure to have you guys. It, it's actually quite funny how we got in touch with with each other. And, and I do have I'm going to lead with some questions on that because yeah, I was telling Mark about this before we started the show. I was coming home from the lake with my son one day and my phone started ringing and it was saying international call. I generally don't answer those phone calls, you know, because it could be spam or whatever, right? Yeah. So I answer the phone and here it's Tim uh, asking, what was it like you wanted? It was something about distributing the music or something like that, right? Yeah, because we got an email from you guys months ago and we thought that ship had sailed. Right. I didn't see it for the longest right. time. And so, so I wonder, I wonder if I had gotten the email from Joe. And I might have shot them an email looking for songs to play on the radio. Interesting. This is becoming a what the hell happened and how do we get these people? Did we get these people on the show? How, however <laughs> it is, how, however it is, I'm very grateful yeah. that uh, that I answered that phone call. Um, so for for those of you listening or watching yeah, out there. Hang on. I, I want to know more about that email that happened and then didn't happen. Yeah, well, do you remember? It, okay, so basically we have uh, an email um, that is specifically for like when we uh, like take an MP3 and save it. So it's not the email that we generally use. And I don't check it very often at all. And I checked it and it said that I got an email four months before from Funky Moose saying we'd like to use your music on Funky Moose. And like I say, I thought, I thought, well, that opportunity came and went. So, so I just, there was a phone number on there. And so I just reached out to the phone number and it was Joel. Interesting. That's, <laughs> fucking, awesome. That's fucking awesome though. I'm very glad. I'm very glad that you, that you called man. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dig through those emails now. Cause I'm, Anyway, Anyways, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. So <laughs> as, as I said at the top, welcome from Canada. You guys are in New York City, is that correct? Uh, we were in New York City. Well, Tim and I were in New York City. Um, now we're uh, closer up to Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie and Wappingers, um, about, uh, about an 
hour outside of the city. Okay. Okay. Right on. So I will tell you guys that you are the first artists out of the States, like as, as a group that we've ever had on the show. It's all we've had, I think in the two years plus we've been doing it, we've had two guests on that were American, but there was like kind of like a loophole on how it like was a pass, you know, on how they got on. Second. Um, we had Chris from, we had Josh Potter, the comedian. Oh yeah. Okay. We had him on through Hendog, and then we had, is it Matt out of like, uh, with collabo sessions. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, not Matt, but, um, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah. That's what his name is. Yes. Yeah. And where the heck is he out of Virginia or something, Virginia or something like that. But anyways, they were in, in groups like doing music with artists from Canada and stuff like that. So that's how, how they got the pass. So congratulations on being the first, uh, American band on the show. So this is going to be a fun one. Awesome. Um, uh, so I guess I, my first question for you guys is how long have you guys been together? Ooh, uh, several sections. You want to say? Yeah, it's, it's quite a journey. Um, so I started playing under the name between the rain in 2006 uh, when I was living in Boston and I met Victoria in 2008. And we went on the search for the perfect drummer. That took a while. And we found Roddy about four years ago. Oh, right on. Very cool. Very cool. And you found him because he's a jazz drummer. Um, not really, but I'm oh, okay. uh, trained in symphonic band through schools and things like that. But uh, always been a rock and roll drummer. Oh, yeah. Because I, I saw in the music video that you you do the... I don't know. I'm not a drummer, but yeah, I don't know. You could call it a yeah. traditional grip. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not a not a lot of rock and roll drummers do that. I noticed. My age. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. So how many um how, like you guys ha have multiple albums out there if you've been around for so long, or or do you guys just release like singles periodically? A little of both. Yeah, kinda. No full albums though. It's always been four song five song eps um i i do have to say that in general now we try to just make sure that like we'll have a song that we recorded and go now i'm gonna release this one song online it's not the way we used to do it we used to think more in terms of albums and now it's like well we can put this one up on youtube and then a couple months later, let's put one more up on YouTube. Right. right. I think it relates to the attention span of, <laughs> of people listening to albums. They're just going to fire through all the songs anyway. So um, I don't mind it. You know, you get a chance to listen to a song, maybe get it with a video. Um, and then, you know, take on the yeah. next. Yeah, for sure. I'm all about the music videos. <clears throat> if I had to, if I have to choose. Um, but I, I'm also, I don't know, at like a late eighties, early nineties kid too. So like grew up in the MTV days and stuff like that. So I, you know what I mean? I, I freaking love, love that I love shit. Videos. I'm, what? I'm, I'm the opposite. i I enjoy music video, but I always have music on in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Right. But I mean, my, my main job is on a screen. So I'm usually focused on something else and I can't really watch a music video. Uh, yeah. Mark isn't uh, Canadian, actually. Well, he's 
like legally, I guess you've got your documentation. We've we've talked about this in the past. So Mark's yeah, originally. I, I always let him stumble because he don't know he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, Mark's from <laughs> <laughs> and uh, moved up to Canada here. I don't know about fifteen years ago. Yep, or something like that. Uh, yeah, close to. Right. And then we're, we live pretty close to each other and just, you know, always talked about music and stuff like that and just became really good friends. So that's kind of a small origin story on that too. So, so how did you, I mean, obviously you, you guys 2006, then 2008, and then four years ago, whatever year that was, how, how did you find each other? Craigslist. Really? Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. A well-crafted paragraph about the next. <laughs> we need in the next member and uh it worked every time wow well, every time that i found them right yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time <laughs> right on so do you guys get to like do you guys all live pretty close to each other then or like how frequent do you guys get together and jam yeah we're all we're pretty close um within like the last year um we move like 10 minutes further from each other, but like whatever, 10 minutes. So, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. Like, you know, we can go over whenever, go over, you know, so it's pretty easy for us. Um, and we meet like several times a week. So. Oh, hell yeah. And did you live, live in this, like in New York city before you said? Yeah. yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. So yeah. I was living there. Okay. We lived so together for six years, eight years, something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so freaking cool to me, man. I've never been there. Just you saying you're from Brooklyn. I'm like, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I feel the same way. <laughs> that is so solid, I love that. So can you tell me a little bit like uh, of the mu uh, about the music scene out there, out in that area? Hmm. Well, based like, on what we had to do this weekend, it's hard to get venues out here to listen to original rock music. Uh, the music scene in upstate New York isn't nearly as good as the music scene in New York City. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, so is it is it tough to, to get a gig at a venue? Yeah, yeah. So we just did one ourselves in my backyard Saturday night. Yeah. That's how we roll. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Through, through, <laughs> all through COVID, you know, um, just set it up and jam because we just want to play, you know? Hell yes. No, we can. Totally I think that's uh, that. quite a bit different from here because if you're a half decent band, there's always a venue that you can play at. I think. I think it, well, the it's such a smaller like we're in Saskatchewan in Canada here, and I think, I mean, like your hot spots would be like Regina, Moose Jaw, Saskatoon. I don't even think I would call Prince Albert a hot spot because it's very like no. country music. You know, if you're playing country, you'll get a venue in Prince Albert, no problem. But uh, plus, um, plus the population in our province. So the whole province is probably the same as Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? ex exactly, so, exactly. Right. But there's like like Saskatoon, for example, there's there's a solid four or five venues plus where like the artists will kind of like do their circles and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's there's a lot of great music going on out here in Saskatchewan for sure. But being rock musicians, I find front like we're not musicians, right? So outside looking in, I see it hard for rock musicians to to book shows because 
Saskatchewan's very country, country music, right? Yep. So, um, so I get it. And I'm just, I'm curious if the difference there, like in New York City, is there a lot of country music in New York City? Um, I'm sure there is, there are scenes and pockets because um, right. we're not, we don't play any country. We wouldn't really yeah. know it as much. Yeah. Um, but we certainly run into issues being a louder rock band for sure around here, sometimes in the city, um, but there are just some venues that you can eliminate because they're like, we really don't want you to, you know, blow out our windows. So no. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best parties. (laughs) But that being said, there are exceptions because some venues, it's like a labor of love for the owner who really likes having a place where live music is. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you find that little in-between spot where they just want to have live bands all the time and they don't care, but they're kind of rare and you have to find them. Right yeah. now, now gigs like that, are those paying gigs or are you kind of paying to play? We've had some of each, which is a little both, really bizarre. Right? We've walked into shows, not expecting to make anything, just, Hey, we're going to have a really fun show. And yeah. at the end of the night they pay us and they're like, cool. Thank you so much for having us. And, you know, we've had other shows where we're, you know, bringing a, bunch of people all of this um and then they're like cool thanks for playing okay bye <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow. oh, okay yeah sure right I mean, we love right. doing it anyway but it, it's interesting yeah. hell yes and, and you know what I, I i think it's very similar to like that out here too um a lot of the artists that we've talked to have been in on both sides of that where they've had to pay to play or you know actually get a few hundred bucks for doing you know an hour set or whatever right um yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever play like? It makes it very unpredictable, though. Yeah, that's a that's a freaking tough industry, man, to be able to do that. Like when all you want to do is play. Yeah. Make money. So I'm reading between the lines here. You guys have day jobs, then? Yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, right on. But that's no fun. I don't want to talk about day jobs. No. <laughs> I've done some session work. I got paid for it. Hell yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, where, so where do you guys do, do you guys record and produce all your own stuff or do you guys actually go into like a a major studio when you guys are recording? We record the rehearsals, but we don't tend to assume that those would be for public consumption. Um, we record, we record, we record at, a at a nearby place with a producer that we really like, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Nada, Um, Nada Studio. Nada Studios in Montgomery, New York has done some really, really good work with bands like My Chemical Romance. Yeah. So, um, great studio, great drum sound. Yeah, and great Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So has, has, have they been the ones who've produced like all your tracks, your release songs? A bunch of them, a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say most of them that but we have. We kind of do most of the work as far as uh, if if he'll do whatever we tell him to do. He's a maestro when it comes to, uh, to t- trying to decipher what it is we're asking, and he can make it out. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, but most of the ideas are brought in when we walk in the door. We, yeah. we kind of have we know what we want. And then we know what we want, but he puts it together. Like he, he understands the vision. Brings very things right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And was it like that from like day one or has that relationship kind of like evolved into you guys being all on the same page? 
generally we're all on the same page. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can't think of too many things we've ever clashed on, really. Nice, nice. So can you walk me through a little bit of your writing process? Like, do you guys all write together or is it like one person has an idea and then you guys all like, you, you know what I mean? I'm a little. Uh, yeah, even that's changed a little bit over the years. But, yeah. Uh, um, I would say it has it has been many different ways in which it's come about, but right. In general, it would be someone comes in with a piece of a song that they like, and it would be like a guitar riff or a vocal melody, something like that. And, you know, it could be a bass line. And then it's like, we hash it out and determine whether it's going to go somewhere or not. Because some of them really just end up like a 30 second kind of jam that we like, but we also don't feel like it, it grew wings and turned into something right. that, that had its own, like lightning in a bottle, just yeah. really, really did something that we could all feel that it was doing. And so really it's always about kind of like plugging everything in and then seeing whether it's going to do something. Hell yeah, dude. A lot of Pretty trial cool. and error though. Yeah. Yeah, well, I but that's imagine. the fun. That's the fun part of the process, right? Just to yeah, figure out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Writing yeah. is is everything. I, I I would much rather be in a band that writes their own music and make nothing, than to be a weekend warrior doing covers and making a couple hundred bucks. I just don't want to do yeah. that anymore. You know, yeah, right? Very gratifying. Right. And we use today's technology too. Uh, we're constantly throwing stuff back and forth. I'll throw it into a mixer and take a thirty second clip and make a three minute out of it. And yeah. say, what do you think of that? You know, and then I'll throw some drums on it and they're like, well, let me do this. And, and we just kind of do a lot of writing digitally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, For yeah. sure. And then For bring sure. the ideas together. Yep. Right. When, when you're recording drums, like I know there's like, what, what's the term there for it? Like when you're recording stems, is that what it is? Uh, I don't know too much of the language, but tracks, you mean? tracks like yeah so when you when you're laying down percussion for a song okay. do you just like lay it all out in full or do you do like one specific thing and then like just add them all together well we'll do a um what we call a click track and it'll be a basic track of uh the main instrument you know the instrument that's on from beginning to end usually maybe a guitar um to uh to a click Right. And mm -hmm. I mean, the songs are so well rehearsed, but by the time we get in the studio, I don't even need a click tracker. It's all memorized. Right. Gotcha. We gotcha. usually don't splice together the um, bits of drum right. moments, right. though, too. Full songs. I, and I do have to say, though, mm -hmm. that that relates to the producer that you're that you're doing it with. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why with like John is because he's very unforgiving in the sense of I know you may want to do one riff or one drum beat and then have me splice the next one. How about you just do the whole thing correctly? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. try not to <laughs> splice as much as we can. <laughs> so. For sure. Well, and yeah. then that prepares you for like a live set as well, right? Like if you can do it live in the studio, then you can do it live on stage, right? 100%. Some of our songs are better live because we had to, to do them correctly so many times in the studio. Mm -hmm. Hell yes. Um, so for those of you listening out there, um, 
these guys sent us a few songs, so I think we're going to drop one in. Out of the three that you sent us, this one's going to be, this one is my favorite. And so I almost said this one's going to be my favorite. This one is my favorite. <laughs> um, so here, if you guys just want to tune into this, um, this is Shiver.
I know I almost messed up the name Shiver there. I had to think real quick. <laughs> Shivers plural. Oh, Shivers. it's a plural. Oh, you did mess up. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, dude, that that song out of the three, that, that one's probably my favorite. And I was thinking about this as I was watching the video. Um, I think the fact that there's a music video to it adds <laughs> to like why I like it so much better. Um, but I mean, they're all great. All three are great, but yeah, that one, uh, I don't know. That, that was my favorite. What did, what do you think, Mark? It's the one, it's the video where they're all in the room. The three of them are in the room here. I'll just, let me just show you real quick. <laughs> Clearly, I'm but, gonna and get by cut. real quick, it takes them five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we have time. <laughs> right after this ad. Why don't you just pay for a YouTube premium, man? Go ahead. Wants to pay for I did. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, that was their plan all along. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. They thought they could get us. And no, we're not. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this one. I, oh. I just I just listened to it. Well, you're going to like it a hell of a lot better now. Um, <laughs> it's my do new you guys Do you guys do a lot of like YouTube or, or what's what's your jam? Like Amazon, Disney Plus, Netflix. What do you guys want are into? As far as like usage, just uh, just what do you like? Yeah, platform? yeah, for sure. A lot of YouTube, um, for net Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> YouTube, Netflix for sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. What What are you currently watching on Netflix right now? Alone. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! The survival show. Alone. <laughs> I I don't even really? know. I okay. don't even oh, know what that is. They will take like 10 people and make them compete for $500,000 and they get to bring 10 survival items and they have to survive by themselves for as long as they can. And it's not easy. You have to outlast the other person. Yep. Yeah. And they won't tell you when everybody else drops. <laughs> I mean, they won't tell you who drops out. They won't tell you if one person drops out. They'll only tell you when you're the last person. They'll leave you out there for a couple more days and then they'll tell you you won. No way. Oh, so it's like a combination of Survivor and the Hunger Games. Kinda, kinda, <laughs> yeah. That's unlike, are you guys familiar with who Mr. Beast is? Do you know what that is, that YouTube guy? He's a young guy. Yeah, we have like Mr. Beast Burger or whatever. And I don't know. Doesn't Doesn't he do stuff like that too where he'll bring in like, He'll bring in like a hundred of his subscribers. I saw this one. My kid was watching it and he had a hundred of his subscribers in this room and he drew a circle and they had to like, who could stay in the circle the longest. And every day the circle would get smaller and smaller. But then it, and then I think like the winner would get like half a million bucks or a million dollars or something. But he was like, I'll give you 10 grand if you leave right now. And he was like trying to just get people to like, <laughs> so awesome. it kind of sounds, kind of sounds similar, but it was, it was interesting. Hey, but not, no, it totally was like okay. this, this guy, I saw him on Rogan too. He was like, he's just a young guy still lives with his mom and dad, all the money his channel brings in. He like, he gives it all away. Like he doesn't keep any of the money, he gives it to the homeless. He feeds the hungry. Like he's just an average Joe and he's like making hundreds of millions of dollars and uh, just all in production. And, everything. and here we are having our podcast, busting our balls. Yeah. And <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, wouldn't say busting our balls. I always make the joke yeah, how we're so like Wayne's world too. Have you ever seen Wayne's world? 
Yeah, uh, like that's totally us. Like we're in Mark's basement right now doing this freaking TV show or whatever you want to call it. And we just had a music festival a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So we had um, some past guests of the show and it was uh, it was a, such a good time. And we had eight bands come out and play. It was amazing. Our second one. Wow. So, that's very yeah. cool. Hell, hell yeah. Um, Wait, your own festival? Yep. Yeah, you bet. We we called it Moose Fest. And um, we had the first one last year when the like during the when the restrictions were kind of lifted, we ended up falling in that pocket and we just did it like in the community hall had four. How many bands? We had three, three on, and a half, really. three and a half because we had like somebody um, playing the changeovers. Right. So we had that had a great time. Just think of it as like a, a town party. Right. We just had live music on the stage. So this year we kind of amped it up a little bit and we like, we, we went all out and got like the big outdoor stage and had sponsors and the, right. you know, it was, had it outdoors. It was a hell of a good time. There was like 14 hours of just straight music, man. It was amazing. Yeah. Was so cool. good. So, so if good. you're touring Canada next year. Yeah. Around August. Yeah. Man, we'll, we'll check, check it early. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check sure. we'll check it early. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's always asking, like, how do you audition for the festival? And it's like, well, you kind of have to be a guest on the show. Yeah. Like that's kind of the audition, right? Cool. So yeah. that being said, you guys are definitely on that <laughs> list of who we're gonna go through to to book for next year's event. Hundred percent. Yeah. So what do you think of that video, Mark? Well, from the 30 seconds I watched. Yeah, that's that's my new favorite. That's your favorite, right? <laughs> <laughs> Out of actually, I want to ask you guys. So, Tim, do they know which songs that you sent me? I do. I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I approve. Uh, out of the out of the three, I'm curious to know which trust our judgment. Is favorite. Tim's just uh, like, uh, yeah. did I share that with you? They're all good. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so there I was, was going to say that they're all good. It, it's like right? which is Tim's favorite. I, yeah, I uh, I <laughs> like all of them. I have a favorite. Have a favorite? <laughs> she has a favorite have a child, and that child is my favorite, and it's always been Mudroom. Yeah. Which mudroom, really? Mudroom. Yeah. Nice. That's been my Good favorite night. since its inception. <laughs> so, and is it just so I like can I? Because I had a part in developing the song, so. Uh, ah. So I'm very like good. Oh,
awesome, yo. Thank you so much. What is it about Mudroom that makes it your favorite? Is it like just really awesome to play? Is it fun? She wrote or... it. That's why. Um, yeah. <laughs> you wrote it. Fun to play. Um, for me, it's fun to listen to. Um, it's like right on that line for me. There's a lot of metal that I like. Um, and so it, it gets right towards there without, you know, I would never say we're a metal band, but like that's the, I feel like that's the closest we get to it. And I'm all for it. It's just so much fun. <laughs> Yeah. Freaking rights. And and Tim, you said you like them all, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like they all remind me of the influences that lead to them. So then it ends up being like, oh, that one's more like a chili peppers vibe. Oh, that one's more like a Chevelle vibe. You know, they all they all just remind me of the different moods and stuff. Heck yeah. I always say that too, that music, like when, for example, when we were putting on the festival, every freaking buddy and their dog was asking us, well, what genre is your festival? And I was like, I'm, I'm music. not gonna, it's just music, man. Yeah. It's whatever mood you're feeling that day. That's the genre it is. Just come and check it out. You tell me what genre it is. Right. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more on the mood thing. I mean, it, it technically was a rock show. No. Okay. <laughs> you were just in the mood for rock that's all yeah uh, maybe yeah i saw i saw that you were wearing it wait who of the the two guys was wearing a muse t-shirt in one of the pictures yeah, you okay okay like muse the like muse. oh the so this is where we dropped the muse canada ad yeah we could check out our friends at muse canada their About Us page says they are an inclusive nationwide collective for all arts, culture, and entertainment communities to provide communication, opportunity, and resources through networking and essential activism, which in plain English means they know people in every industry, entertainment-wise. So if you are a musician and you need a video shot, they know people. If you are a musician and you want to come on a podcast, we're part of it. If you um, need lyrics written or you need a lawyer, Kurt Dahl is part of it. So check out Muse Canada, muse-canada.ca. If you sign up with this promo code, you will get a discount. Yeah, they're awesome. I've seen them a few times. Great show. Very talented guys. I love their music. And they a three so, piece, you know? Yeah, they make so much noise for a three-piece. Right. Like Yes. Do you, do you guys find it um, like, is it difficult being a three piece band out there, you guys, or is it just no difference? Sometimes it, sometimes it has it, its advantages, honestly. Um, sometimes live, uh, we really have to be creative about how we're filling space musically. Um, but at the same time, that's fewer things to set up, less gear to haul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, faster setup time um so it's kind of it's it's double-edged yeah. mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah. yeah for sure yeah you all fit in one van yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah have you ever played on like a stage so big where you're just like holy shit there's a lot of space up here <laughs> you know as, for being a three-piece yeah actually yeah. kind of a, a yeah. little bit yeah yeah where we've had to space, space ourselves out <laughs> a good bit it's like, right. oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Heck yeah. <laughs> Makes me wish I had bigger cabinets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bigger speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More PA. More PA. Yeah. So that show that we're going to, The Radiant with uh, Sparrow Blue and uh, Saul the Singer. Yeah. Um, did you know that Sparrow Blue has a school bus as their tour bus? I didn't. There you go. I'll be honest. I haven't even listened to Sparrow Blue yet. Oh, you should. I know. I heard. I, I like I've been told I'm going to like them. Yeah. yeah. Watch their video. But, but they, yeah. yeah. No doubt. <laughs> but, but they are a six-piece band and have a full-size school bus as their as, as their, their tour bus. bus. Yeah. But if you're a three-piece, you can fit in it. Fit in a minivan. Yeah. yeah. Question: Where is the farthest you guys have been able to play? Ooh, good question. It's not far. Victoria's been to oh, San Francisco. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. through session work. As, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. as a band. As a performer, she's, uh, you know, she's played across the country a couple of times. Yeah, it's San Francisco, Denver. Um, as I mean, as a band, I'll... We've stayed tri-state area and as far as uh, with us, you know, that New York, Connecticut. Look, there's, you know, 15 million people. There's plenty of places to play, just not very many places that want to hear original rock. So, right. yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn is the farthest I can think. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's a little different. Uh, oh, Boston, but I didn't try, I was living there at the time. Brooklyn, hmm. Boston, Germany. yeah, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's 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 a lot different than here because, like I said, our province has one million people. So, if you if you're a musician here, there are a lot less venues to pick from. So yeah, it's to, a lot of like a lot of the artists out in this area. It's like play a show, drive six or eight hours, play another show, drive six or eight hours, play another show, drive six or eight hours. Because okay. you know, so they're kind of hitting up like Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba kind of doing like that whole thing unless they're like even bigger yet and then they're going as far as like or like east to west coast right so they'll hit up all the provinces along but it's typically like i would say probably six hours between solid venues like if you're going from city to city to city to city is is kind of how it is so yeah it's a lot of gas money yeah, yeah a lot of travel time <laughs> for sure we aspire to play a lot of places you know that's oh, what sure. we are yeah. trying to do you know that's right yeah 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 definitely um, what's the biggest venue you can think of that you played at like seating yeah seating or or just general area like how many how many people have you played for i guess the biggest crowd you've played for um, I've been in other bands where, you know, I played for, you know, a few hundred people, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. Right. 40 or 50. Yeah. On my right. Own. Well, not on my own, but, uh, outside of between the rain, I played, a 2019 San Francisco's pride festival. So however many people were, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. No yeah, that, so that was pretty dope. Yeah. That was Frickin awesome. Right. I bet you just got like a huge adrenaline rush for for all of that too right uh it was terrifying i i naturally <laughs> have had stage fright since i started playing <laughs> oh really more than since like you know grade school and they would make us do tiny little recitals like i was a child shaking in the corner so it's kind of funny oh. that i ended up doing this but uh, i love it anyway <laughs> interesting you know i've actually heard 
there's a lot of artists that I've spoken to that get major anxiety before they take the stage, mm -hmm. like to a point of like throwing up before they go on stage like and i'm just like holy shit then like why the fuck are you doing this like, you know? <laughs> but but i i told i don't think that's an uncommon thing for for people in your field oh yeah, yeah. i know people go through it for sure because when it's over and you look back it's such an accomplishment and a, a, just a personal you know um you know to, to conquer that fear yeah yeah hell yeah it's it's like a, drum, so <laughs> right like like a like a euphoria almost right yeah yeah Absolutely. And, yeah it's uh, the fear is definitely there beforehand um but then like you kind of get into it and then you're like oh i'm having fun like you know i i got on stage i didn't die so <laughs> right. <laughs> but i mean after i don't know i'm not on stage a lot so but after like doing it i don't know let's say 15 20 50 times don't it sounds stupid but don't you get over that mm, not necessarily not i mean maybe like pre absolutely terrified sure but uh still get like real jitters uh i'm not not sure what it is just um huh. never gotten over it um but definitely more able to manage it yeah 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 one thing i don't know my, my mindset would be like well the first 50 times went well. <laughs> hey, this, I mean, we all started out like, you know, it's music, it's a learned skill, so it doesn't always yeah. go well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You walk off stage, nope, I fucked that up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it lessens the jitters to know that we're all comfortable on stage. Like, if I can hear that uh roddy's more comfortable with more space for his elbows and victoria can hear herself on bass i notice that i get a little less nervous over the course Thank of the show a lot of okay. times it's like if from the beginning i can tell that somebody can't hear themselves i like i might be able to see my knee shaking <laughs> just because, just right. because i just can't get what i want out of it or we can't get what we want out of it yeah but the, the comfort gets there if everything's where it should be for us. Freaking right. Interesting. You, yeah. Have you guys um have you guys been able to like get any of your songs on the radio at all out there? No, not AMFM. A uh, couple internet radio stations. Right. Um, very structured out here. You're either country, classic rock, or popular alternative. Right. Yeah, it's similar with that out here too. Like the local radio stations here are still playing like fucking shit from the 70s. And it's like, what? You know what I mean? Like because that's me. popular. People no, listen to that. no, it isn't. It well, isn't. <laughs> not anymore. Market market research says that. Yeah, that it's all bull. Market research is bullshit. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying I'm no, yeah. for it. I'm I, just I saying that that's how it's determined yeah so we were we were a little fed up with that too so mark went out and started his own damn radio station so yep. shout out to my boy mark here for starting funky moose radio and i'm playing there. whatever the hell i want yeah cheers to that you're, you're yeah if you listen to funky moose radio you're basically listening to mark's playlist as well as the yeah. guests that we my favorites <laughs> so 
you guys will be added to that list yes. as well. Submit. So and we'll then get uh, you guys, yeah, we'll get you guys spinning on there. Do you guys, so are your songs, are they like licensed for like radio tracking and stuff like that too? Ooh, that's a good question. How does it work in the States? Uh, some of them are. Uh, becoming a member of ASCAP was an important thing. You're supposed to reg register each specific song. Yep. Right. Um, it's it's a different thing online. I think it's called Sound Exchange. Um, we're not part of that, but that's how to monetize YouTube and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, in in general, it's uh, it's ASCAP. Yeah. So ASCAP is the American version of SoCan. SoCan. Yep. Right. <clears throat> Interesting. So SoCan's just like Canadian. Yep. What's the SO stand for? Because can would be Canada, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Interesting. Um, Tim, when you oh, that's here's a funny thing too. When Tim, now it's gonna bug you. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> when Tim, when you called, we were talking about uh, oh the email address I think because it said .ca and you thought that I was in California. Or <laughs> <laughs> I if I like, didn't no, no. any thought. <laughs> Known. I was like, no, we're in Canada, dude. Yeah, funkymoose.california. <laughs> Who knows? I might expand. Yeah. Well, those radio the radio things are hitting pretty good. We're didn't we break into like Brazil and oh man, the list fucking, is too long. It's everywhere. It's worldwide for yep. sure. Yeah. And the podcast too. Shout out to you listeners out there. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel and leave a comment below on your favorite song from these guys. Tell me a little bit about like your guys' summer and what you guys have coming up in the next like, you know, months to come. Yeah, just trying just honestly just trying to find more live shows. I think more live shows, more recording. Um, yeah, we got stuff that's shovel ready, you know, so it's like, you know, getting the money together, getting the time together, you know, all three right. of us do uh, work and, and do this as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. American rights. Do you guys, um, do you guys sling any merchandise too at your shows? Yeah. T-shirts, stickers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hoodies. Hoodies. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I'm going to, I want to buy some oh. uh, hoodies and stickers. You should call it a bunny hug. Ah, uh, like a, us Canadians do. No. That's uh, what Saskatchewanians do. It's only no. You can call it a bunny hug in Manitoba. No, you cannot. Oh, fuck <laughs> Anyways, have, you guys ever heard, have you ever heard that before, though? Bunny uh, yeah, actually, really recently. And, really? Uh, yeah, we had yeah. to look it up. We didn't. <laughs> Hell yeah! All those fucking weird ones, eh? Like a, a winter hat. We call it a toque. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know that one. I listen to Rush. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Hell yes. Hey, listen, you, you know what my last name is? It's I do not. Oh. oh, really? I'm related oh, yeah, to some. My family's from Canada. From, I'm related to some Marchands. There you go. Yeah. Maybe we're freaking related, dude. I don't think <laughs> that, so. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that would be the coolest shit if we were, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I Got a huge family up there, so who knows? Nice. Very cool. So do you speak French as well? I do not. 
No, uh-huh. but my daughter does. Oh, that's cool, man. Right on. How did that come about? I, she, instead of Spanish, she chose French. Oh, very cool. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like mandatory up in Canada to know both languages. They'll give you like a, a very Coles Notes version of it in like all the schools and stuff like that, unless you're going to a legitimate French school, right? And then it's a little bit more in depth, but I think every school there's French that's taught. Yep. I think. I think so. <clears throat> Not a bad yeah. idea. No. Right. Some places the stop signs even have it like in both languages. Oh, cool. oh yeah. <laughs> I've seen yeah. that. In, in Quebec, it's just in French. Yeah, Quebec's just a whole other fucking thing. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Unless you guys are liking and subscribing to our yeah. fucking show here, then we love you. Yeah. Our international <laughs> subscribers are everywhere. They're in the U.S. and Quebec. Yeah, and Quebec, <laughs> no doubt. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't even really have many more questions i how about we just dive right into another song here yeah which one <laughs> fuck you man fox how about fox here we go yeah. here we go That's good
us know when you're going to do that next festival. Yeah. Yeah. I never said never. <laughs> it's uh, it'll be August long next year, 2023. They don't, so. they don't know what August long is. No. Well, it's there in the. They're oh, I guess the you guys are American, so it's going to be. <laughs> We're from New York. We don't know that. Yeah, I think it. Uh, if don't August August fifth and sixth or sixth and seventh. No, it's no, something it's, like that. It's the first or second or something like that. It's the first weekend in August, anyways. Yep. But uh, and I ha we haven't decided if we're going to go two days or just keep it one yet. That's really all going to depend on budget and how many bands we end up booking. Right. We don't we definitely don't want to bite off more than we can chew. Um, and both years we have it. We've been able to just kind of like hover on that line. So I think if we can stick to that line for the next couple of years, I think year five there is just going to be like a fucking Oz Fest kind of thing. It's gonna be crazy. People keep asking me, like, did you uh, did you make any money? I'm like, no. Oh, did you lose money? I'm like, well, I didn't have to take out a second mortgage, so yeah. okay. <laughs> I, just, I just, I'm just honest with everyone and just like, yeah, we broke even. Like all the funds that we generated, paid for the event that we put yeah. on. Like that's that's exactly what that was, right? And that, what more can you ask for? It's not about making a couple hundred. It'd be nice to make like fifty or sixty grand so that. You've got a, a jumping off point mm -hmm. for the following year. Um, but it's just kind of like, yeah, we're just been hovering and not not biting off more than we can chew. Yep. That's that's all it's been. Right. Yep. So we have to keep it in that realm for the first few years. As a as a nonprofit organization, we can't apply for grants or any of that kind of stuff until like year three or four. Oh, so yeah. just yeah, we're kind of just trying to stay afloat for right now and so far we're doing pretty good that's why ever, i say like year five there i think it's going to be like a pretty big boom if we can last that long right because then people will be backing us up and it's gonna be crazy have you guys ever played a festival type setting or is it always indoor um not us as a band we yeah, haven't no. exactly and then <laughs> yeah. us, you know we started in like 2019 yeah. and we had a uh, we had a steam going yeah that was two yeah. years really of nothing so we're yeah. kind of getting it going right. again. Yeah, actually, yeah. when you asked about the biggest show that we played, one thing that popped in my head is we got an offer to play this biker festival. And it was it was like, I don't know, seven, eight months into COVID. And we decided not to do it. And then we saw in the news that it was a super spreader event and no one was playing. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it was like, well, it's a good thing we decided not to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a, a lost opportunity. It was just as we were getting the bigger and bigger shows, and you know, we'd held on, and then just yeah, what a yeah. We're looking to jump back on board and see how things go. Hopefully, uh, you know, maybe if things break right, we can see what's going on up north. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You I know mean, what? I'll be there. <laughs> you, I, I want you guys to know that being being on the show, you're definitely part of the Moose family now, 100 percent. And if you guys are ever up out in this way, like we could we could help you out, show you where the venues are, introduce you guys to some people and stuff like that. We would I, I would love to take you guys on a tour of our Saskatchewan province here, <laughs> as long as you're ready for like a lot of a venue and then a six hour drive and a venue and a six hour drive. <laughs> we can do it. Down. We can do it for sure. I'd still be down. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I know there's there's a lot of uh, people out there listening right now that would love the opportunity to be able to play with you guys if you guys are ever out this way. So wow. oh, awesome. absolutely.
Yeah, and send them yeah. out our way because uh, there's a lot of <laughs> lot going on in New York. Hell yeah. I've been trying and trying to tell a lot of people Europe is the place to go. If you want to make some big coin, if you're playing rock, go to Europe. That's where you're going to get the best bang for your buck. Especially if you play metal. I think so too. Yeah, I go think to Scandinavia. Metal. Yeah. That's that. But I mean, it's not like everyone can just up and fucking go to Europe. You know what I mean? For Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so I get it. But it's like, you got to plan for it. Plan for it next year. Start saving some money right now and just book like a two-week thing. Just go out for two weeks and fucking stir, stir it up. Stir the pot, right? Sounds good. Sounds good. Fucking right. Well, I think we will end the show. Um, like I mentioned before, welcome to the family, you guys. I'm I'm very grateful and honored that uh, we were able to connect. Um, congratulations on being the first American band <laughs> to be on on our show. And and I want you guys to know that anytime you guys got something cooking or coming up like please hit us up we'll do anything we can we can to try and help promote you guys the door to the show is always wide open yep just hit us up man we'd love to have you guys back do we have something that we could do like an exclusive that we could send them like oh for you sure. guys I mean, when we, have it, yeah. we can yeah. send you some unreleased stuff yeah yeah oh hell yeah oh shit yeah well let's uh why so we'll this episode is gonna go up on monday Okay. So if, if you're willing to do that, um, yeah, just send it to that email address and, and we can close, we'll close the show with, with a sneak peek. Oh, nice. sounds good. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Hell yeah. So we're going to end it there. Um, you guys stick around. I just want to thank you all for um, tuning in with us here again. And I'm going to be an idiot here and I fucking forget the name of the band between the rain. Between the rain. <laughs> that's and awesome, yeah. and I'll, I, so just to, just to, remove that smoke the reason why i was messed up the name is because there's recently there's been two other bands that we've been talking to and they both have rain in the name of it so i'm just oh really <laughs> fucking everybody's using the name rain oh. so, but so, so my we, apologies as soon as we released shivers ed sheeran put out yeah shivers oh, that was oh no timing. of course right yeah because oh, yeah. we'd had the song for years then we put together the video and then i was like oh shoot <laughs> oh, man. oh man i would try and figure out how to piggyback on that somehow yeah <laughs> yep yep lots of tags so, well yeah just a hashtag fucking ed sheeran in it or <laughs> <laughs> we try not to be shameless surprise yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah all right so thank you guys all for tuning in and listening. And here's a sneak peek uh, of Between the Ring. And we'll see you next week. We're